Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm glad that you found your way here, however you found your way here. If you're a first-time listener, I really just want to extend my gratitude, my appreciation for you taking the time to check us out. I hope that as you listen, if you find something that really awakens the spirit of God inside of you, that really sets your soul and your spirit on fire, I hope you find something that connects to your life, you find something that you can implement in your daily life moving forward, and I hope that you continue to listen. I hope that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also subscribe at shapetheculture.org. If you're a continuing listener, I just want to continue to thank you for continuing to tune in, for showing love, for giving me feedback, comments, ratings, reviews, constructive criticism, whatever you got for me. I'm always grateful for it. This week, we are starting a new series, and I'm so excited to be sharing it with you. So a couple weeks ago, we wrapped up our series, um, L-O-V-E, Love, where we talked about agape love, unconditional love. That was a, a very great series. I really enjoyed it. Uh, we talked about the, the concepts and subjects of loyalty, openness, value, and empathy. Um, and I think that really showed us how looking at the scriptures and the message of Jesus, that that love is an action, it's a feeling, and it's also a lifestyle. And it requires us to be open to the spirit of God moving inside of us, to push beyond ourselves, to see ourselves in each other, to have, like I said, empathy for each other, to value one another, to be open to our circumstances and the circumstances that others fall into, and how to be loyal, not only to ourselves, but to others through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, and then, you know, last week I gave a one-off message dedicated to, to Nipsey Hustle about hustle and motivate, looking at how rap lyrics and the scriptures can lead us to spiritual principles and lead us to run our own marathon and to be dedicated to finishing the race that we've started, that we live day in and day out. This message is all about Jonah, the book of Jonah. So each week I'm going to tackle a chapter of Jonah and we're going to look about look at how Jonah teaches us how to deal with our sins, to deal with our 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 constant missing of the mark and also how when we miss the mark and we make mistakes that that's still such an important part of our journey that when we learn to really understand that, that we won't look down at our mistakes anymore. I believe that when we really look at the story of Jonah, we start to understand that what we consider to be our flaws really aren't flaws. They're really uh, undercover strengths that are leading us to victory. And so this message, the first one is titled Belly of the Beast. And I'm going to read from the chapter one of Jonah. I'm going to read the whole chapter. It's uh, 17 verses. And we're going to look about look at how Jonah ended up in the belly of the beast. And it reads like this. The Lord gave this message to Jonah. Get up and go to the great city of Nevi'eh. Announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of, of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord. But the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, casting a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. 
But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep down in the hold. So the captain went down after him. How can you sleep at a time like this? He shouted. Get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Then the crew cast lots to see which of them had offended the gods and caused a terrible storm. When they did this, the lots identified Jonah as the culprit. Why has this awful storm come down on us? They demanded. Who are you? What is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality? Jonah answered, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this, for he had already told them he was running away from the Lord. Oh, why did you do it? They groaned. And since the storm was getting worse all the time, they asked him, what should we do to you to stop this storm? Throw me into the sea, Jonah said, and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. Instead, the sailors rowed even harder to get the ship to the land. But the storm, the stormy sea was too violent for them and they couldn't make it. Then they cried out to the Lord, Jonah's God. Oh, Lord, they pleaded. Don't make us die for this man's sin and don't hold us responsible for his death. Oh, Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for your own good reasons. And then the sailors picked Jonah up and threw him into the raging sea and the storm stopped at once. The sailors were awestruck by the Lord's great power and they offered him a sacrifice and vowed to serve him. Now the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. Chapter one of Jonah is really so intriguing to me. And I think it might be my favorite chapter in the whole book because, I mean, look at it. He was a prophet, a dedicated man of God, a man who chose to live a life preaching the gospel and converting people to his religion. But at the same time, Jonah deliberately decided to disobey God. He made a conscious decision to turn the other way. And it's through Jonah that I believe we really get a picture of what it means to sin because sinning means to miss the mark. That's the definition of sinning. It means that you're off point, that you strayed from your path, that when you were supposed to go right, you went left, that when you were supposed to go left, you went right. And so when we look at sin this way, we can start to accept and acknowledge that we are all sinners because we know that at times we all miss the mark. Everybody does. There's nobody that doesn't miss the mark at some time in their life. But we also have to start to accept and acknowledge that because sin is a natural part of life, it's something that we can choose to avoid or stop ourselves from doing. We, be, we can become conscious of when we're missing the mark, when we're straying from our path and choose to get right back on track. Because it's a fact that in our life, we consciously choose to miss the mark. Like we deliberately make the decision to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to stray from my path. I know what I'm supposed to do, but this is really what I want to do. So I'm going to do what I want to do. And this to me is illustrated beautifully in the story of Jonah. And you know, another thing is that it's surreal to me that Jonah was sleeping through the storm that he created. But that's also, like I said, a reality we all live in. Because when we choose to stray from our path, we are put inside a trance almost. It's like it's like we fall asleep as we slide down a slippery slope. It's not until we're about to crash that we, boom, snap awake. And I could relate to Jonah being shaken up by the sailors because life has a way of sending us warnings and reminders 
right before it's too late. Like in the scripture said, the storm was getting worse. And by the t- and then Jonah woke up. And that's what the sailors represent to me. Life's wake up call. Because they're such an important part of the story. Because just like Jonah chose to ignore God's task, he could have ignored the sailors too. Like when they're trying to wake him up and ask him why he's sleeping, he could have just rolled over and been like, you know what? Leave me alone. It's a storm. Cool. I'm good. He could have told them that. But Jonah had an understanding. He knew that his actions had consequences and that he had delivered himself into a storm. But choosing to stay away, to stray away from your path is not the end. That's the beautiful part about it. It's just the beginning. It's all a part of your journey. And we see that with Jonah because the storm happens in the first chapter, like I said, of the book. That's the first thing that happens. But then there's all three other chapters full of a story. I love that Jonah's story starts right when he decides to stray from his path. As soon as Jonah is given his life task, it begins with him avoiding his purpose. This is important because we must accept, you must accept all of you. We must accept all of us. We have to accept who we are. This is why Jonah was confident letting the sailors know that he was the reason for the storm. He accepted and acknowledged that it was his emotions and decisions that placed himself in a dangerous situation. See, you have to live in your light and in your darkness. We all have flaws and our flaws make room for our future just as much as our strengths do. As as Jonah chose to ride the waves of his life, we must ride our waves. Life comes with ups and downs. That is the symbolic meaning of a wave. Life is made of high tides and low tides. Because the truth is, God needs all of you. The spirit inside of you, your task, your purpose, your destiny is only completed by accepting, like I said, your strengths and your flaws. You can't just have one or the other. You can't, you cannot accomplish your purpose if you ignore or avoid the light and darkness inside of you. And and this is something I can relate to because I've spent time myself trying to erase what I've considered to be my flaws. But the crazy thing is that sometimes what I've learned is that your flaws are what I need to learn more about myself. Like your flaws, like I said, lead you to your future because those give you things to think about and to work on and become better at. And when I choose to accept my flaws, they become a part of me rather than something working against me. And if we didn't have flaws, we wouldn't have areas in our lives to work on. We wouldn't have room for improvement. We would be stagnant in life with nothing to fulfill. And as we continue to look through the story of Jonah, we'll see how important his temper is to his story. When we choose to live with our light and darkness, we have awareness that our testimony is loading. It is always loading. It's going to be loading for the rest of your life. Your life is a is a is a testimony that's being written in real time. You are always developing your story and training your mind, your body and spirit. Being inside the belly of a of the beast is a pivotal moment for all of us. The storm surrounding us is the perfect weather for us to live, learn and grow. Jonah was confident being thrown into the sea and I believe it was because he knew that he had unlocked 
something inside of himself, even though he went the other way, it made him stronger. It gave him more awareness. It made his thoughts clear. He accomplished something we work on every day, and that's trying to be our best selves even when we don't feel like it. Jonah didn't want to do what he was told to do, so he chose to go the other way. But when the discipline of God confronted him, he accepted responsibility and then chose to get right back on track. And I believe the discipline of the spirit of God inside of us, that's what that's where conviction comes in. Like when you make a, a choice and then you suddenly realize like, oh, that was the wrong choice to make. That's the discipline of God. That That's the universe giving you a, a sign, a signal to say, look, wait, you didn't do something right. But there's still that choice because the choice to get back on the right path is always available. You don't want to underestimate the power of your choices. It's up to you and only you. And I believe that the delicate balance that people always try to argue about between is it fate and free will lies with our choices. Your testimony is constantly being loaded because our choices decide whether we can achieve victory or stay in the belly of the beast. That That's up to us. Because I believe that we all have victory waiting for us at the end of the road. I believe that we all are destined for something, for greatness, for purpose, to to achieve something, to contribute something to this world. But it doesn't happen automatically. It happens through our choices from us learning, like I said, from our flaws and our strengths at the same time. And so the belly of the beast is really about, it's really about us confronting our own decisions, our own choices, acknowledging and accepting that our choices put us in the situations that we find ourselves in. I know sometimes we 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 get stuck on external circumstances and and you think, you know, things just aren't meant to go in our favor and it's bad luck, but I think sometimes when we step back and we look at our choices that we make, when we look at the words we've said, the actions that we've taken, even the thoughts that that we've had, we start to realize that you know, sometimes we put ourselves in a storm and in the belly of the beast. And I think it's a pivotal moment, right? Like when Jonah woke up and decided to say, look, that was me. I did this. I'm the reason for this. I'm the reason everything is going south. But guess what? I'm going to get right back. Throw me into the storm. Put me in it. Let me accept that, you know, I have some things that I need to work on, some things that I need to get better at. And then from there, you start to get better. And we're going to start to see that as we continue to work through the through the book of Jonah. And so thank you for making it to the end of this message. Thank you for tuning in to Shape the Cultures podcast. I really appreciate it once again. I can't thank you enough. I hope that you heard something that resonated with you. I hope you heard something that's going to keep you coming back for more as we continue this series. Um, make sure that you share this with somebody that you think would be interested in it, that would enjoy it, that needs it right now. Uh, We follow the model of each one, teach one. um, And I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.